10 rent to rents or one purchase, which one would you choose? I'm Simon, and a few years ago, I decided I wanted to make a change. I wanted to create a passive reoccurring income to support me and my family. Today, and a legacy for the future. For the future. Fast forward two years, and I've managed to generate over £10,000 worth of monthly passive income. All from property. I've set up the business, scaled the business, and now I've systemized the business to free up my time. So join me to find out how I've done it, how others are doing it every day, and how you can do it too. Simon here and welcome to another episode of the podcast where we specialize in all things property, creative cash flow and of course how to be financially independent today not in 25 years and on this episode I'm going to be debating 10 rent to rents versus one purchase. Yep that's right which one's best they roughly take the same amount of money at times. I've got a particular example which actually was going to cost me the same amount to do one purchase as opposed to the 10 rent to rents. And today I'm going to be debating five, five key considerations in this argument and debate. And what I want you to do is I want you to tell me what you would choose. Tell me on Instagram, hit me up. There's a post, I'm going to post it. Um, today, which is Monday, um, for this episode. I want you to go find the post. What date will it be? It will be the 12th. I want you to find the post on my Instagram on the 12th of April and let me know, comment on that. Would you go for the 10 rent to rents or one purchase? Before we get into it, if you're brand new to the show, please do subscribe. We do this every single Monday and as well as the podcast you've got what, we got 40, this is a 42nd episode of content just like this. So as well as these 42 episodes on all things rent to rent and creative cash flow, I've now got the YouTube channel. So jump over to YouTube, search Simon Smith online and make sure you're subscribed over there for loads of new content and videos and bits and bobs that I'm doing you know, in terms of rent to rent, property, SA, HMO, BRRRRRR, and all those good things. So there's loads of free, amazing content for you to enjoy. So today's podcast, let's get into it. 10 rent to rents or one purchase. Now, the first thing to consider here is speed. How fast do you want to do this? Because you can't really compete with rent to rent in terms of speed. And it's not get rich quick and it's not easy. But in terms of the speed that you can do this, there's been occasions where I have managed to get, you know, I've managed to see a property on a Monday. I've managed to go and um, negotiate it and sign off. And by Friday, I've got the keys and I'm ready to start cash flowing this property, get the refurb done, get tenants in. So there's been times within a week I've managed to do this. In fact, 
at one point I did four rent to rent deals in 10 days, I think it was. And the week after they were all cash flowing. Um, and that brought an extra seven and a half thousand pounds worth of gross rents in, which ended up being over two, two, three grand extra cash flow to my bottom line every single month. So you can do this quickly. On the other hand, purchases take a long time. And I suppose I should probably say at this point, slight disclaimer, my overall long strategy is to use rent to rent to generate cash flow and then reinvest that cash flow into assets, cash flow today and tomorrow. Okay, so I should just put that out there um, because I don't want to come across as being pro rent to rent. That's not what it is. I'm just pro life. I'm pro cash flow. I'm pro financial independence. I'm pro live your best life. So, but with that being said, purchases just take a long, 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 long time. I'm talking months. I purchased my fifth property recently. We completed on one last week, completed on another one about five or six weeks ago. And both of them took over four, maybe even five months from when I first saw the property to when I actually got the keys. And both of them are going to take another three, four, five months before I actually start generating cash flow. So one rent to rent, you might be able to cash flow it within a few weeks of first seeing it easily. Another one, um, another one, the purchase, they could take you up to a year easily. And even if you're going sort of a bit faster, it's going to take six months. So in terms of speed, rent to rent is just a beast. Because I tell you now, I have done, I think I've done about eight rent to rent deals in the time it took me to get one purchase. So if you're trying to get cash flow today, quickly, rent to rent's the one. Number two, the money required, the capital you'll need. Now look, rent to rent is low money. It's not no money. And I recommend that you ideally need over 10K to make a real, real good, strong start in rent to rent. It don't have to be your money. Uh, don't rob it from the bank. Don't rob it from anybody else. But what I'm saying is you will need 10K. You will need to source £10,000 ideally for you to make this rent to rent thing work. I'm talking about get set up, get educated, get your first deal, pay the fees and make sure that you've got enough money in the bank for a, a, you know, a few weeks of setup, a few weeks void, just in case you don't manage to negotiate a adequate level of rent free period. So money required, you know, you might need 10k to set up your rent to rent business and maybe get your first deal. A lot of purchases will take 50, 60, 70, 80, 90,000 pounds. The purchase that we've just done last week, it's, you know, 50 grand, 55 grand. I don't know if you saw my um, day in the life of, but I got told the day of completion, oh, actually, we forgot to charge you the stamp duty. So it was like another 4,350 pounds for me to complete. So 55,000 pounds for the purchase, probably spending over 30, 35 on the refurb. So you're looking at 90 grand. Wow, damn, that's a lot. For 90 grand, you could probably, and this is me being conservative, 
you could probably do nine rent to rents, no problem. No problem, maybe more. My average rent to rent deal costs £5,000. So in terms of the money required, purchasers are going to, they're going to require a lot more money for not a great deal amount of more cash flow. But the key difference, and this leads me on to point number three, is when you purchase the property, you will benefit from the capital appreciation of the asset. So, you know, essentially, there's two main ways of earning money through property. The first one is the cash flow, the monthly income. The second one is the appreciation of the asset, the asset going up in value over time. And in rent to rent, you don't get the second, you only get the cash flow, right? When you purchase the property, you also benefit from the capital appreciation. So if the asset goes up in value, not only do you get, say, £500 a month, but in 10, 20 years, it might be worth 50, 100, 200 grand more, and that would be yours. And that's probably assuming that you're on an interest-only mortgage. If you're chipping away at the debt as well, cash flow monthly might be less, but you would be paying down the mortgage, paying down the debt so that your end result would be even higher. But, you know, I love leverage and I love getting the cash flow in and making that work for me. So in terms of the capital appreciation, you don't benefit from that with rent to rent unless you get it on a lease option, but that's a whole different can of worms. Point number four, exit. You know, like I feel like some people love owning, but they don't really fully understand the risks that are at play with owning. Because if you ever do need to relinquish those funds, you can't just give the property back. You're going to have to go through lengthy sales processes. You're going to have to put the property on the market, then lengthy legals, wait for the searchers, do the legals, the back and forth. You've got to hope your survey is good. You've got to hope that the buyer is good for it and follows through, doesn't change their mind. And it could take you months and months and months for you to exit and get your money out. Whereas rent to rent, all of my agreements have protection in them so that I'm covered if I do need to exit. So a lot of people overlook this and think, oh, rent to rent's a bit risky because you're guaranteeing all this rent. But if you're using the correct agreements, it's not risky because you do have an exit and you can exercise that exit a lot faster than you would be able to do on a purchase. And please don't get me wrong there. Disclaimer, I've been doing rent to rent for over two years, done over 40 deals, and I've only ever had to terminate two agreements early. And that was due to unforeseen circumstances and the depths of COVID. So never, ever, ever guarantee someone's rent unless you're extremely confident that you're going to be able to do it and you're extremely confident that you're educated, you've got the knowledge and the market research to follow through with that, okay? Absolutely essential. Just need to make that clear. Point number five, which I think is a really, really good one to consider, is leverage. For me, rent to rent is the ultimate leverage because you're using other people's property 
Yeah, you're leveraging other people's properties to increase your cash flow. And then you use that cash flow to reinvest in more rent to rents or ultimately purchases as well. And the only reason I say ultimately is not because it's all about owning, because trust me, it's not. But it's because that's going to provide the cash flow today and, of course, tomorrow. And most rent to rent contracts are in place for three to five years. So you could go from having 10, 20, 30 rent to rents to potentially half of that within five years. Because let's say if you want to sell, if you decide that they don't want to, you know, they don't they don't like that style of renting no more or that they want to HMO it themselves or they want to SA it themselves or whatever it is, change of circumstances. So what you want to do is you want to pick off these properties and I'm actually purchasing a lot of my rent to rents. Um, I'm, I'm cherry picking the ones that work. So I've got the cash flow tomorrow as well. So as you can see, it's a really interesting debate. Speed, how much capital is required, the capital appreciation versus the cash flow, the exit and leverage, all things that are really important to consider before even considering to answer the question. But my personal opinion is I would choose the 10 rent to rent all day. And one of the main reasons for that is once I've got that cash flow, I'm good because I don't have to necessarily work or do another job. I can help people in my life. I can also reinvest that money to scaling up, okay, and to building a pool of assets. So I had a goal, 30 Five, five by 35. I'm 35 in a couple of weeks and we've just finished our fifth purchase, sixth and seventh one potentially in the mix. Definitely six. I'm hoping for seventh. And one of my big aims now is to get my owned property portfolio income to the same level as my rent to rents. But yeah, 10 rent to rents all day because all of a sudden you're earning five grand a month instead of just the 500 you might be on the one property. Okay, just ballpark figures. You know, you could say if they're all bigger HMOs, you could say your rent to rents are earning you 10 grand and your purchase is earning you a grand, whatever. It's about 10x. So your rent to rents will be earning 10 times the amount of your purchase or there and thereabouts. And then with that money, you could buy three, four, five purchases rather than putting all your money into one purchase and then that's it, you're done, you're finished. Say you got 70 grand, you put it all into one property, unless you manage to BRR it and get the numbers perfect, that could be the end of it then. You got to save up a pot, wait. And even if you do get the figures right, your money's going to be tied up for a year by the time you've purchased a property, referred the property, filled the property, refinanced the property, the money's landed back in your bank, it's going to take a year. Trust me, unless you start bridging or unless you've got enough to buy it cash. So for me, I just feel like rent to rents much more scalable and it allows you to scale more quickly, much more quickly. But then I still have these conversations with myself 
And I had a situation, you might have seen it on my Instagram. If you're not following me on Instagram, make sure you do that at Simon Smith Online, where I had two neighboring properties. One I could do on a rent to rent basis, 5K. That's all it was going to cost me. One I could purchase, it was going to cost 50K, 60K including refurb. 10 times more. And the cash flow was essentially the same. One I control for five years, one I own. In adverted commas, I own, but if I don't pay the mortgage, it will get repossessed. Bank owns it, really. Bank owns 75, 80%, got the first charge. But that's such a hard decision because I love the idea of owning it. But is that just ego? Why do I need to own it? Don't I just want to do, um, don't I just want to have what owning brings? I just want the end result. I don't care about owning it. Well, it's a piece of paper, a deed, that's it. So that's the battle that I'm constantly fighting now. But I've realized I don't just want the cash flow today. I want it tomorrow. And I've also realized that rent to rent can act as an elevator to elevate you up. And then what you want to do, if you imagine you're on this elevator, every floor, you just want to get out and buy another one, get out, buy another one, get out, buy another one. By the time you're on, say, the 20th floor, you might have acquired five properties and all of a sudden, you're hitting four, five K a month from the owned income, 10, 15, 20 from the rent to rents. It starts compounding. You can start buying two, three properties a year off that. And then, um, as I like to say, then you've gone clear. You've gone. <laughs> but you've used leverage in order to do that. So I hope you've enjoyed it. Loads of information there to process. Let me know your opinion on Instagram. DM me or find that post on the 12th and drop it in the comments. And I'll see you next week. Thanks. Thanks for listening. For more information, check out simonsmithonline.com. See you next time.